So how many times have you seen Spider-Man? Three. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? How many times have you seen it? No, I've only seen it once. Oh, like, okay. I, I have never more related to a particular superhero than when Andrew Garfield adjusted Tobey Maguire's back. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That so bit, funny. that bit, like they, they did so well maintaining the proper characterization for all yeah. three Spider-Men and they as they're interacting. Yeah. But the fact that we grew up with Tobey Maguire, we're all fucking old now, and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, our backs hurt too. <laughs> that, that that part was like so humanizing to already the Marvel superhero ha- who has the most every man problems right yeah. that is that is what stanley did is like no he's gonna have normal everyday problems like that was kind of the ethos for marvel in general is like these yeah. are people with normal everyday problems like no peter parker gets everything right. like he's got to pay rent he's got to do it like has all the common man problems and like oh, my back's <laughs> out like that's spot on along with andrew garfield AKA just Spider-Man being like, Hey, friendly neighbor at Spider-Man. You want me to adjust your back? I could do that. Yeah. yeah like, Oh, Oh yeah. Like that was just like the movie <laughs> itself was great. Yeah. That moment was special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was cool. They had a lot of cool moments in it, man. Um, definitely his Gwen Stacy save. I thought that was. Oh fuck, dude. Man, it I got, got, I got dusty in up. there so got, quick. <laughs> got it got dusty up. in there. I had to explain it to Dana later. I was like, so. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't see that. Wait. I don't know if she's seen all the Spider-Man movies. She's not she's not a super movie TV person. She like doesn't like know like this actor, that actor, like blah 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 blah. She just didn't ingest a lot of that stuff. So like I, I fed her the appropriate things she needed, I thought, ahead of time. But like later yeah. I was like, the reason why yeah. he's so verklempt at that moment is because in his world that exact thing happened and he didn't save her and it was just like when it happened i was like oh here we go and he's like motherfuckers you like i'm like they're not gonna kill her they're not gonna kill her but it's like he got her and then he's just like holding back the feels and it's like i I saved this one i saved this one I love the fact that this time he didn't even use his webs. He grabbed her. Cause yeah. last time he used his web and he's like, this time he grabbed her in his own arms to make sure she's okay. And then the look on her face, like she's in shock and happy to be alive. And then she sees his face and he's like, you know, thinking about what he lost. And then right. also what he did and how, you know, so it's like a mixed feeling. Like he's crying and happy at the same time. And she don't understand the look on his face, right? Right. But we do. That was just so powerful, like on so many levels, so many levels. I thought he encapsulated in his face so brilliantly. Cause it was just like this look on his face where you saw everything he was thinking at that time. You saw happiness, you saw grief, you saw like redemption, just all this stuff. I'm like, that was so yeah. powerful. That was not easy to do. That look on his face said, everything yeah so the fact that she was confused by it was even more brilliant yeah it was spot on like because she because she shouldn't know she shouldn't know yeah she's like like oh i'm alive like why are you about to cry (laughs) (laughs) like so there's 
like he alludes to he's still in a dark place because he wasn't able to save Gwen Stacy. And so, okay, we're going to jump over to Justice League. So there's that whole scene that they had where Barry Allen is like too afraid to go in. And Batman says, just fucking save one, right? Save one. Now, with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, I feel like he has been stuck in a situation where everyone he doesn't save, he's lost Gwen Stacy again. And he's re-traumatizing himself because he can only focus on the ones that he's not able to save. As opposed to, it's like, motherfucker, there's like two busloads of people over there. You just (laughs) saved this one guy over here. Tragic. But buddy... Ooh, you've got to readjust your expectations. Like, there's a version of his Spider-Man 3 movie that is him working through just that problem. To go from continually traumatizing himself on the people that he can't save. So, what threw me off, even though I think what he did, I loved, when he came in, kind of liked... I kind of understood on different levels. One, he's confused. It's a different world, but he... Oh, when he came through the portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he figures out what this must be. And he gets confirmation from the kids. You know, right. like, okay, this is... Yeah, yeah, I think this happened. And, Papa, and I love how he's just reading the room. This is what probably would have happened. He was right on point. And the whole thing with, you know, prove to your Spider-Man. Stick, do something. <laughs> stick to, you know, climb, stick to the wall, or whatever, whatever. He's just kind of like looking at it like, no. No, I'm not going to. But I just thought, even though he was his character and that's how he act, I thought, my first thing was thought, when I saw him like that, I'm like, okay, he feels a little light. And that's fine. I figured he kind of passed through that phase of losing, you know, Gwen. That he's in a good spot. So when he mentioned that he wasn't in a good spot and how he doesn't hold his punches anymore and things like that, I thought that when he came through, he would have had more weight to him. You know, the way Tobey Maguire's came in, it felt like he's been around for a while. He has like a quiet wisdom. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of like, it's not about me anymore. It's about the bigger world. Like when you get older, that's what you do. It's not about me. It's about my child. It's about my family. It's about what I mean to people more so than just selfish. So Toby had the right kind of vibe to me when he came through. Andrew, I thought he was okay until he had said that you know he doesn't hold his punches anymore you don't seem to hold him as much and stuff like that and he's going through a dark a dark time and i really felt that he was still working through that when he caught gwen but before that i didn't see it i didn't feel it not to say he wasn't just you know posturing because he just wanted everybody to think that he was you know a mess but but i thought when he came through i thought huh I thought he was fine. That's why I was kind of surprised when he mentioned it. I thought I was cool. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But I didn't see that until he said that. Yeah. I don't know if that's I, fair or not. But I'm just saying that's how I, that's what I thought when I saw it. Well, I think there's two things. One is Spider-Man is generally pretty glib, right? He's generally joking around and all that sort of stuff. And I can see even the going through some shit inside version of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man using that as a cover, right? Because that's a lot of emotional vulnerability to be like, I am fucked up and racked with guilt and I'm going to put on a front 
because you are random people that are friends of this Spider-Man and I am nope 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 I like a lot of people that have like legit mental illness issues around depression and things like that like Robin Williams is a perfect fucking example of just like it's it's the clown makeup it's the clown makeup I'm not going to show you that right because it's raw and it hurts right so uh, that that didn't throw me off but i i could see how that'd be like well if you're if you're hurt why are you being glib and stuff and he i think in the chemistry room where you know they're they're making their various cures for the different villains he sees peter and mj together and that's where it's like I'm just gonna fucking hold this shit in like oh god they have what I lost and that was like it's very quiet but it was fucking raw he was looking at him like huh like what's going on over there he's like oh oh right that's what I lost and then all the Spider-Man movies his was the heaviest as far as him being like one of those kind of their quote unquote emo type of Spider-Man he was that type because even um Tobey Maguire, he was kind of like oblivious. He went through stuff, but he kind of didn't sit in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. His, but- his his main angst for Toby was like, oh, I got to hold people at bay. Right. You know, that's my thing because otherwise you get the Andrew Garfield version, which is you actually do lose the people important to you, which right. Aunt May for Tom Holland's spider-man yeah. lost aunt may so then he literally like everyone forgets me that was like okay that wasn't the that solution a, i thought it was gonna be that was fucking rough that's <laughs> just like that don't have them forget spider-man have them forget peter parker because they're coming for peter parker mm. so i will give up everyone not just all the world that knows who i am now but like everyone on the avengers that knows who i am right. all the other superheroes my friends, my family, like I am nobody. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine just gone. Like all them years in, gone, gone. Right. You know how long it takes how long it takes to matter to somebody, to mean something, to have a memory you could think back on and just laugh at just because you just like it was just a crazy situation that I had, that moment I have that person. Those are so rare. Because a lot of it's shorthand, a lot of it's time, a lot of it's just all the stuff put in, you know? You can have a simple joke or see something a certain kind of way because you guys had that history to make that thing that you came across and you saw the same way matter. It's just crazy. So to have that gone, that was cold. Talk about pulling the pin (laughs) on a grenade. They had the scene where he goes afterwards to the donut shop, right? Oh, and there's Ned and there's MJ and he's he's gonna try and get him to remember which is like that is a fucking lift like i i kind of knew like there's no way he can't oh, really? he's not gonna he's not gonna do it in one scene like that is a whole movie to rebuild uh. what has been erased huh. but and this was this was the thing i pointed out to my wife later she's at the checkout stand and mm-hmm. she moves her hair mm-hmm. and you see the band-aid, band-aid. And that's what stopped him because he was like, okay, I'm going to. And then he sees the Band-Aid and it's like, she got hurt. She got hurt and she is more important than me. So he's just like, you have a nice day and walks out. 
and that's after getting your hopes up because she kind of waves at him and he thinking right? that she's waving at him but she's waving at Ned that's behind him and that's just another tragedy guys his boy it, that, yeah the guy in the chair that, that was crazy that they did that I can't yeah. believe they did that I can't believe they went there yeah. I'm shocked it, it allows them to do an amazing new status quo what do you Peter do Parker. with a spider-man that has no history no no a peter pa- wait 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 everyone remembers spider-man they wait, don't wait. remember peter parker then how would okay so do you think if he went to go visit happy with the spider-man costume on right he would he probably would remember ne- a spider-man but all their memories of anything so, outside of who hey, is spider-man Hey, Happy, I'd like to introduce myself to you. I'm Spider-Man. My name is Peter Parker. He'd be like, hey, you were the kid at the, at the cemetery. Yeah. You you were uh, Maze. Uh, what was uh, the... Because they had that scene. He didn't fucking yeah. recognize him at all. I know. At the gravesite. And... I'm just trying to figure out how that works, dude. Like, That's fucking so... magic. Like, don't think about I know. it too much. Because <laughs> really, it's going to have to be there's... He any record calling of... some favors as Spider-Man then. Like, he seemed like he should have some kind of pull as Spider-Man, some kind of credit, right? Well, the funny thing is, I could see as Spider-Man, him going and pulling strings for Ned. Like he did when he was trying to get them back all into college. And he was like, just get them in. Like, they were just yeah. helping me to, like, that thing. But he needs to go back to fucking Strange and like, motherfucker, you need to train this dude. Don't ask me why. Have him put on the thing. Try and do the portal thing. You think it's going to stay with them not knowing who he is? You think that's going to work? I don't think that is going to stay forever. He is a kid living in an apartment by himself trying to get his GED. That kid's a genius trying to get his GED. No social security card. No no birth certificate. Nothing. He is nothing. He does not exist. That's crazy. Yeah. His aunt is gone. Mm-hmm. He can't even share a story about her to nobody. They wouldn't even. What? Oof. I don't know if I can sit through that. No, it's gonna. It's gonna <laughs> be rough. Like the funny thing is, is like if you look back at the the Tom Holland MCU version of Spider Man, is like he people fucking were, hit the goddamn jackpot. Yeah, people were pissed that he didn't have no problem. Like he didn't have a. He had Uncle Ben. Nobody cared. Like he he's like, oh, world. I got Uncle Tony. Like. <laughs> Iron Man's my uncle. Like, yeah, like his normal narrative got disruptive because they found an interesting, creative way to bring him into the MCU. But you were pissed. Like, even his previous movie, Tony Stark left him in control of all of his shit. Yes. And it led to problems. And so they, they wisely, over the course of that movie, and then this movie, they got him back to what would be the normal status quo of he is a down on his luck, broke, you know, teenager adult struggling to get by. In this case, he's literally got no nothing. He's got nothing, nothing and no nothing. one. Wow. But talk I, about like going from like, he's up here. Right. Oh, nope. Right. Nope. He's down. Oh, he's nope. We're going to go down. We're going to. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna dig a ditch real quick. Right. You right. get to start your next movies down deficit. there. He's in a deficit. Your 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 personal life is down there. Right. Right. Oh, okay. So the other thing. What did you think of this new costume at the end? 
I was pissed that they didn't give me a clear shot of it. I love it, but, I, but <laughs> it wasn't moving around too much. Right, right, right. Too much flipping and spinning. I, they should have shown him walking around the mirror like a full body shot just to kind of see how I looked on him. But from what I saw, oh, it's almost too perfect since I haven't seen him in a, in a costume like that bright and that accurate. Because I remember when Tobey Maguire costume came out, even though it had the raised webbing and stuff like that, actually, the Andrew Garfield second Spider-Man movie was the closest thing I've seen that I liked that was comic book accurate. This took it to another level. Um, like I said, they 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 did us dirty. They didn't give us a clear shot or no walking up to the mirrors. We could see full body how right. the design exactly was and how the boots and stuff was. But man, it tripped me out. It was like, I can't wait. The, the funny thing is that now he's totally without anything from tony yes right? like he was before when he when he had his hoodie and right? all that kind just of stuff. had his little hoodie his totally makeshift thing and he's mm -hmm. had tony stark spider-man suits do, 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 all the way through and now right. it's just him yeah so yeah the writers the writers <sighs> directors kevin feige nailed it i did see one thing that apparently Aside from basically Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield just like signing on without seeing the script, mm -hmm. they also got to have a lot of input on their interpretation because like they're like, it's us. And it's interesting because like you can kind of look at both Tobey Maguire, the actor, and Andrew Garfield, the actor in sort of their impression on their characters because toby mcguire does not like the spotlight does not like paparazzi like very much is like a private person and you look at his peter parker when he comes in and he's not sharing a lot yeah he's yeah. like i got stuff i got a life yeah he's Keeps a youth down low <laughs> <laughs> right and I did love how he just comes in wearing normal clothes and like, right, where's right. your fucking outfit, man? Like you're Spider-Man. He's like, like I'm, I'm good yeah. to go. Like I, I don't, cool. right? Like Andrew's <laughs> running around in alleyways, like in his Spider-Man outfit. And it's like that was a good fake out, even though I knew, but it was a good fake out. So I'm curious. I'm curious too. We might need to bring up a picture of the Spider-Verse, right? The Miles Morales one, mm -hmm. because I think the the running theory is the the disheveled spider-man yeah. that mentors him is the toby Maguire spider-man and if you look at the jacket and shirt uh -huh. that toby shows up in uh -uh. <laughs> I, this is totally brain fart off the top of my head uh -uh. right now if they dressed toby Maguire to basically be wearing the same clothes <laughs> as spider-verse spider-man that would be fucking genius. That would. And I thought that when they did that in the Spider-Verse movie, they did have scenes that they changed that was going to line up more to Tobey Maguire. But then they changed the stuff about it and made it different last minute. And I don't know why they did. Because like how the whole thing with Doc Ock through the car, through the uh, cafe, and he grabbed MJ. Mm -hmm. and he wasn't wearing his costume then, but he had him wearing a costume on it. And then when he was stopping the train, it, it changed it up just a little bit. Uh... So, so I thought they were kind of playing with that. And then they kind of changed it and made it a little bit different. But you could be right with the whole thing with the sweater and the, um, the jacket. Because Tom Holland did say he did a scene for that movie. 
and he's supposed to see Miles in the subway station, and he's like something like "Good job, kid," or or, or, or something. And he makes a comment or says something to him in the because I remember that from the commercial. It was a longer scene with him standing at the train station, and his hands in his pocket in the hoodie, and the train going by, and his you know hoodie kind of blowing. And it seemed like it was going to be a longer scene. So when they had like a little clip in the movie, I'm like, I thought that was going to be something bigger because they showed a longer scene of that in the trailer. Right. And so Tom Holland said, yeah, they didn't use it, but that's what he's supposed to be in the train station to say something to him. That would have been slick. Oh yeah, it sure would have been. So it's funny because (laughs) ain't no telling what we're going to be seeing now just because Sony is just so damn thirsty. And it's just more about Kevin Feige keeping stuff at bay than it is about what Sony and Pascal wants to do. Because they try to squeeze grape juice out of an orange. They want to try to do everything. Any character, (laughs) Uncle Ben's left boot. They also had that end credit scene where it's Tom Hardy, Venom in Uh, mm -mm. Tom Holland's universe. I did not want that. I did not want that. And they they yoinked him back to his universe, but he left a bit of the, the symbiote. Yep. On the counter? Yep. I'd rather that than that version of Venom being in the movie. I would rather that symbiote. Well, that'll be, be a reason for it to get to Earth without it being in outer space, I guess. So they could skip that origin story well, of it being And then you look space. at the, the Mobius trailer. Like, he's in the MCU. There's posters of Spider-Man. He runs uh-huh. into the Vulture. Like... Yeah, it's just like Sony. Like I said, it's kind of like that girl that keeps hanging out and it's like, no, I'm not interested. And she's like, you know, see you at the grocery store. Well, it's <laughs> like, dude, the- they should be happy. Marvel just gave them the Sinister Six movie they've been trying to make forever. They want it all. And I'm like, don't mix. Okay, they're lucky those movies did as well as they did. That don't mean that they're good. Those Venom movies, they're lucky for yeah. it to not take place in New York. For it not to be Spider-Man associated at all, for mm-hmm. them to switch up all the different stuff. No, that is some other thing. I don't know what that is, but that's some other thing. And for you to go through all the stuff you went through and want to mess it up with something that's going good, like I don't want none of Sony's stuff on the Spider-Man that MCU built. Leave if, him if, alone. If Sony, if Sony wanted to do the smart and lazy thing. Well, they'll do they the lazy would. thing. <laughs> They got that part covered. So what's the smart? (laughs) So the smart lazy thing would just be like, okay, we are going to continue to own the rights to these characters. And we are going to just continue to lend them to Marvel. And we are going to get X amount out of movies that star one of our characters. And we will get a smaller cut if it's one of the side characters or villains. Boom. Marvel, you know what you're doing. Make our characters look good. Make us money. And we're just going to sit back and get checks. Right. Yeah. That's what you should <laughs> right? do. But, yeah. But they, like I said, when I watched Venom, the second Venom movie, you know, I saw they kind of like, you know, transported into into like the MCU with, with our Spider-Man. I'm like, oh, here we go. Look, like, don't. Why do you mix that thing? I feel the same way Kevin Feige did when Pascal made that comment to about, yeah, we're going to bring the world together. And, and and Kevin Feige was just kind of looking at her like, are you crazy? Oh, God. Were they on stage together when she said that? They were talking in an interview. Oh, and they God. even got like a little meme, where, or, or not a meme, but like a little clip. And they kind of zoom in on Kevin Feige's <laughs> face. And he's kind of looking at her like, what did you just say? <laughs> And they play that uh that music. Oh, 
I think I think the other like she doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut. And on yes. that, there needs to be the <laughs> anti Tom Holland award. So Mr. Spider Boy just spoils stuff worse than like the rest of the Avengers yeah. cast. Yeah. Like and we're gonna you're gonna do interviews joke. with Benedict, yeah. you're gonna do Cumberbatch, because he's gonna yeah. tell you to shut up. Like right, right. he's gotten better. Yeah, I thought it was but, so funny because I thought it was a joke, but he really do be spoiling stuff. He does. Yeah. So they need to give the anti-spoiler award to Matthew Cox, Daredevil, because not only was he in the movie, but they had an agreement with Kevin Feige like four fucking years ago that they're like, you are still going to be Daredevil in the MCU. Oh, wow. Like they told him we are not throwing you aside wow when we use daredevil when he comes back in it is you i was so glad to and see he him. kept so his dope. fucking mouth shut that's dope that's dope that's dope yeah that was a highlight when i saw that and the way they used them too just enough i thought it was just i'm a really good clean. lawyer right. <laughs> he catches the brick like Sp- really you got spider-man saying like how'd you do that i'm a really good lawyer right yeah man man there's so much going on with that movie and some of the stuff is a little bit wonky about you know how the characters came back and some of the stuff that kind of went on with them but for the most part it was very well done considering all the stuff that they were juggling that should have been a hot mess technically but they found it was a totally different story than what i was thinking it was going to be right because i remember they were talking for a little bit about having craven the hunter in there and just kind of keeping it simple like he's going to be getting hunted you know like that's why he's going to hire him i guess because he's a quote-unquote a, a murderer whoever said if that if that was genuine which i would love to think that they were like nope red herring we're going to do Craven. We're totally going to do Craven. Totally, totally. But whoever did come up with the idea of not just, all right, Spider-Man's going to try and get everyone to forget who he is. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Comics have, comics have gone that way. Yeah. But now we're going to tie in the multiverse. We're going to pull in the other villains. We're going to pull in the other Spider-Men. Yeah. And manage to do, like, they're juggling so many characters and it yeah. worked it worked i would never have thought my in all my days that they would even try to do something like that i don't know it, it was a big feat for them to even try and to pull off and they did and like i said that could have just messed up in so many different ways it was an interesting thing to try out especially on the third movie like i said usually third movies are, are hard to and hard to come hard. by a good third movie yeah endings so. are hard Right, but who knew it was really a beginning? It was really an origin, right? For Spider-Man, it is really impressive in that way that they got they got the ending, the climax to work, and hit in the gut, and then the epilogue hit you in the gut again and does that status quo reset. It's like, oh fuck. Like, man, I'm looking forward to him happy. Like, you know, I'm sad and I'm happy. But I ended on a high note considering all he lost and all he went through. But it was just so crazy, man. That movie, said on paper, it sounded like it should be a hot mess, but they actually pulled it off. I really enjoyed it. So I'm impressed by how much I did not go, nah, I call bullshit when Ned opened the portal because they just dropped in a couple key things you know little uh, you know 
magic supposedly runs my family. Da 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 da. Grandma so said magic. Right? And then he just he's like making gestures in the spark and I'm like, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's so funny because like on a on a much on a much smaller scale, much smaller scale, much smaller impact. But it felt like when Cap picked up the hammer, right? It's like one of those things where it's like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was a trip because, yeah, because it was was pretty innocent. And I don't know, I didn't see that coming. So I thought it was just kind of funny that they pulled it off. It made sense for Peter to steal the ring because he figured the ring is what allows him to do the things. I was like, all right, yoink that. Right, right. And then and it's Ned like, is always well, messing with stuff. And Ned's right. always messing with stuff anyway. So that would be his kind of thing. I thought it was a trip that that one they took out Aunt May. Yeah, I wasn't. I was kind of surprised somebody was saying that. Um, I don't know why, how I even heard it because I was trying not to hear or find out anything. But they mentioned how somebody's going to pass away. And I figured like MJ, like I don't know if they would do that or not. But I know she's not the traditional MJ. So I'm like, well, they going to try to clean the plate with her? And just like, she's, but, but then they said that her name was Michelle Watson. Before they never said her name was Watson. She said, I don't go by that. I go by Jones. And I'm like, Michelle Watson Jones? Cause that was Mary Jane Watson. So I was like, what? So I thought it was interesting that they put that in there too. I'm like, okay. Because before I thought they were trying to kind of keep it like, that's not MJ, MJ. But then they were calling her MJ. So it's I couldn't tell what was because of legal reasons or because of creative writing or or what. Because I, I kind of heard this thing about how the characters were kind of changed up and they gave them a different kind of origin than the Peter we know because that story is kind of what Sony is keeping. That's why they kind of changed up how Aunt May was and that's how they come to, they didn't do the thing with Uncle Ben and he had Tony instead. And, and so oh, I... if they ever took him back, like those characters wouldn't go with Pete. Oh, you think it was an escape clause, basically. Right. So if they yanked him, he would have his redhead MJ, he would have his Aunt May, his Uncle Ben, and stuff like that with Sony. But with MCU, that's why he kind of had a, a whole different thing. Cause he basically gave him Miles, Miles life, really. So it's kind of like if they did a Miles Morales live action, how'd that be different than this Peter? Oh yeah. He even got his best friend. Name was in there, but the same Asian, heavy set Asian kid that was his roommate in school, and he had a diverse school with huh, you know, different maybe, races and yeah, stuff like maybe that. that so, because I always just read it as they're just doing a different take, yeah. sort of on MJ. And from the first movie, we're just going to obfuscate some things so you don't realize that the yeah. the the smart goth girl over there is MJ. Right. I've liked the Zendaya interpretation of MJ. Me too. Like Me that too. whole Me relationship too. is very fun to watch these two fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where'd you go, Peter? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm like, because she's a screw up the whole time. You can tell she liked the most. It's like, oh, that's weird. You would just come in right now. Where you been? Oh, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> and he's like looking just, like what? I just I just want to see you sweat. <laughs> like right, I already right, fucking right. figured it out. I'm just right, giving you right, shit. Right. <laughs> Right, right. But I heard that it was like for legal reasons. That's why his his stories and stuff was different than what hmm. we knew. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes that makes sense in a way. Man, but, I'd like to thank Sony all the way through from Civil War when he showed up. Mm-hmm. Would not have been stupid enough to be like, no, we're yanking it back. Like I, I'm guessing the relationship was more tenuous well, than its that- proven record now. 
But you remember that threat though before, right? Before the third one, I think they had he all the movies he was supposed to be in was done, so they had to renegotiate their their contract together. Remember? <sighs> remember that oh, before right. before before the third one, we didn't know <sighs> what was going to happen with. Oh, it, remember right. they, they they were playing games, and Tom Holland was saying how he would not want to necessarily go to Sony. He wants to continue because really he's tied with Sony. He would have to go over there, right? And he was kind of hoping that he could continue his relationship with the MCU. That was right before this movie came out. So maybe that's why they changed the story so they can have options. I don't know. Oh yeah, they got the multiverse now. Yeah, because really, (laughs) right? Because that's like they do like a haymaker at this. The fact that we got this kind of movie says a lot, and I think it's probably more behind the scenes reason why we got this than just Mm -hmm. somebody being creative wanting to try something silly for a third movie. Because this doesn't feel like none of the other movies. Here's the other negotiation club that Kevin Feige has in his back pocket. He just goes. We got Miles Morales. So yeah, go ahead and yank Peter. Go ahead. Have fun with him. He'll just die in our world. And Miles Morales will be the new Spider-Man in the MCU. Do you see me blinking? No blinks, motherfucker. I think that's a card that they're kind of holding. And I think that's why they never showed him either. Yeah. I was like, we'll, don't, we'll bring him out when we have to. Right? <laughs> we'll save that for when we have to, if we have to. It's very interesting. But I really do dig Tom Holland as Peter Parker. I dig him as Spider-Man. Like I said, I've been I enjoyed these movies, but like I said, it really just ended on a strong note. That movie was definitely a journey. It was just crazy, even the beginning on how it just picked up where the last one left off with his identity being blown and just the automatic consequences from just people knowing that new information. Right. And the thing about it, they didn't give him the benefit of the damn doubt. Just, well, well, I guess they saw footage, so I guess it's hard to combat that. But it was just kind of like, after all the stuff he did, gets no credit. And then it was just kind of funny how even legally they couldn't prove it and he couldn't really be held accountable. But the, you know, the court of the of the people. Public opinion, was, yeah. Right. So I thought that was just very interesting. That whole movie was very interesting. They pulled it off and they had a nerve to put five villains from different movies. Okay. As much as I love William Defoe, and he did a brilliant job as a Green Goblin. The fights and stuff, the acting, the personality. I'm somewhat of a scientist like myself. That. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> they were gangster for throwing that in. Okay, did you ever see the um, the test costume that they had for the Green Goblin that they didn't go with? They felt it was a little too creepy in a way, but they didn't go with it. And it looked almost yeah. like a human face Green Goblin version. Oh, they tried. Animatronic mask for him. I was so praying <laughs> that when they did this Green Goblin, they was going to give him that mask. I'll send you pictures of it. That thing is brilliant. It's incredible. Green Goblin and Hobgoblin have that sort of like costume Halloween mask that makes them look Goblin-esque. I thought the stuff that they did to, they get rid of his his mask, he shatters his mask. But then through him being homeless to the stuff that happens towards the end, even though he still has the armor of the Green Goblin on, He's got all the other accoutrements. He's got the bag. He's got the hoodie. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, wait, he's just yeah. wearing power armor. Yeah. But that's, that looks like the fucking Green Goblin. Yeah, they did like, good. They did good. More so than his original incarnation yeah, in the sure. Tobey Maguire movies. So it was Very like, true. man, nice costuming, electro, 
static charge manifesting his mask. Yep, I thought I would have dope. Actually, I was like, you sly dogs, that's <laughs> slick. And I'm no. sure Jamie Foxx was like, look, if I'm coming back to physical form, I'm not coming back as a nerd me. <laughs> I want right. a nice haircut. Like, At first I thought, is he just going to be a whole new you know, Electro, but I thought it was kind of cool how he was still blue at first, but then he was pulling that power and it made him yellow. So it changed his energy. So I was like, okay, so you're acknowledging that's what he was. I still think it's questionable how he came back, but I'll take it because I like that look better than the other look. Right. But, but I thought oh, it was interesting. That, I think I remember seeing this. Isn't that amazing? I didn't, I didn't realize it was an actual thing that they were exploring it, to do. Dude. And the mouth and the face moves, but the brow is animatronic. So it moves. So when you're talking stuff, it kind of frowns up and does different expressions. Man, they should have used that. I, I, I was hoping. So when I saw that Power Ranger mask come up again, I was like, oh, please use that other mask, <laughs> the other design. Please just shock us and be like, in another world, this is what that Green Goblin would have looked like. And they didn't, but even that Power Ranger costume that they came back with, even that looked a little bit better. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. Maybe because it was kind of dusty and kind of worn a little bit. They it did, they shined it a little bit. Yeah, so it did give it a little bit more weight to it. So I wasn't as like, oh, not this again. Yeah. So I, they, I did feel they better MC, it. They MCU'd it. Yeah, but yeah. the one I sent you, if you came out like that, <sighs> what the you. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. And the whole idea that they got pulled essentially right before they died so that it's like the limbo version of all these characters yeah, yeah like again you just have to kind of hand wave that like wait how why why are they being pulled like you just, right. nope no 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 no, 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 no. Nope. we're pulling them in so you can do what spider-man does which isn't just save everyone else right but save the villains like right. oh oh that I, was nice yeah i do like the peter's humanity um yeah and even when he was kind of like you know screw them you know that's somebody else's problem i love that conflict but that's how it is when you're impressionable and you have somebody that, that you look up to that cares for you and you, and you kind of have your own sense of things because you're getting older and so even though you're older it doesn't mean that you're wiser because the other person's looking at the big picture you only got you only got your 18 years of life or 17 you know years or whatever versus somebody 30 or 40 and they're seeing long game you're seeing my feelings my situations today and today it's just a speck of sand and it's just i love that that back and forth even with him and every time he tried to give he got more taken from him right. it's just like crazy and then he's just like screw it i'm gonna fix this screw this you're gonna Oh, you died in a glider? Don't worry about it. I'll give you the holes of the glider before you get back. Right. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't worry about coming into those the glider crashing into you. We're gonna fix that before you leave. You're gonna leave with the glider and you know go back it's, with holes. It's so funny because I was like, I'm trying to remember now with his first movie, but like <sighs> I mean, you the only time we really got the with great power comes great responsibility speech before. For this, I think he kind of alludes to it when he yeah. meets Tony. Yes, that's he tells him it. Uncle. Yeah. So, for that to be the hammer that gets, you know, pounded down thematically in his third movie is impressive. Yeah. That it just hasn't been like they held off. They yeah. held off, yeah. and they they really made that fucking count. 
And that's good because really, because we didn't see him lose Uncle Ben. We don't know exactly what that situation was. And then the whole thing with Tony, that was a whole different kind of situation too. Even though that was his quote unquote, like Uncle Ben type situation, it was a different kind of relationship. Oh, you yeah. know, the, the, the drive home for that was the fact that he got an unsolicited hug from Tony. <laughs> you know, that was that with great power come great responsibility for Tony. It was getting that hug that he didn't mm-hmm. get in the in the limo when he was trying to reach over to get him out of his limo. Like, oh, this is so nice. Oh no, man, I ain't trying to. Get, I need I'm you to just get reaching out. for the door. the door. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> to the point where, when Tony was just so happy to see that boy come back up and he gave him that hug, he like, what is this going on? What's what, 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 okay, Mr. Stark? What? Uh, okay, this feels good. You know, like like he didn't know what to do. Right. With oh, okay, like, we're hugging. <laughs> Right, right, right. So that that was a long game for that. So this is the first time he really had conflict where if for no other reason, even when you have reason to lean into your your nature or your feelings or your first mind, you know, know that you have more, you have a bigger responsibility other than how you're feeling at that moment. And he needed it then because he never had that kind of conflict throughout those other movies at all. No matter, even though he fought Thanos, you know what right? I mean? Like in space, alien kind of thing. <laughs> he never had that compromise of his being. Like nothing threw him out of his nature. Yeah. His aunt maybe and dad are getting killed like that. That threw him out of his nature. F it all. And it was because she was trying to help. Right. Like she was trying to embody the exact right. principle that got her killed. Exactly. And the thing about it is they were both right. Peter was right by staying out of it. You know, she was right for not wanting to give up on people. You know, she didn't understand his perspective as a person, as a hero that's been in the situation, not a long, long time, but long enough to know kind of how that stuff ties together. Right. And he's trying to be the the person that she wants him to be, even though he kind of knows better. Yeah. He kind of knows better because he, he's not cold, cold about it, but he's practical about it. It's almost kind of like how somebody saying, hey, you know how that how the machinery works, you know, and they might have an opinion about it. But as you as the operator who knows it, knows if you turn a little bit to the left, you're going to lose your hand. They may not see the nuances of it. They just think they're telling you like, oh, looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine from your perspective, but I'm in here working. But I'm going to go beyond what I know because of my respect for you. Right. My make, knowledge, my that, working that little bit of leap. My working knowledge versus your perspective, but attached to my respect for you. You know, that's why that happened. So that has to be crazy. Like, how do you unpack that crap? He's got three movies to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. But I thought it was just a powerful. I thought it was very interesting. I'm like, wow. Like she's saying the right thing, but you say that to normal situations and even in normal situations that could backfire on you. Oh yeah. You know, but it was just so unfortunate to how that, and even though she had got up and kind of walked it off, I'm like, that glider hit her. Yeah. Ain't no way. I was like, are they playing games? Like, I was okay. like, what? She, how is she okay? Like, right, right. It's like, that uh, kid, like, like they'll lose like, credit for that. They'll lose credit. Like, if, she, if she was fine, the movie's yeah, is bonk. That it's, would it, undermine yeah, the whole yeah. thing. That would have been like, yeah. oh, you're just, you're just pretending yeah. to kill Chewbacca. 
Right, right. It's right. like, I, nope, everything's fine. I'm just going to tell you this important thing. And, ha, 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 okay, now I can die. Right. And it was like, I mean, there's there's legit stories of like people just like, no, 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 I'm going to buy myself a couple more minutes just so I can see someone. Eh, yep. And now I'm out. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. I just wish that it wasn't so many leaks. And I did my best to stay away from stuff and a lot of stuff they showed. Lots of lots of stuff just kind of came out because uh what's his name? The guy who played Doc Ock, he slipped and said he was in oh, the movie. Yeah. Jamie Foxx slipped up and then then all these different leaks and then footage and fake footage and a real screenshot from the movie got out. And so they start even trying to have a guy on there to pretend like he built it and made it and showed how it was fake, but it was the same background that was in the movie. So, you know, for real, that is really the real scene oh. and just the rumors. And even, even though I like that kind of stuff in a way, I don't want to hear all that stuff. I just like, yeah. cause sometimes the trailers even show too much. So I, even though I, I, I'm really into this stuff and I really love to hear this kind of stuff. I don't want that crap spoiled. So even right? though I knew it was a possibility that the other Spider-Man could show up, I didn't even want to think that way. I want to go yeah. in there and think I was going to see a regular movie and this shit just went crazy on me. And I'm just like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, what? there's there's even stuff for like, was it uh, Hawkeye? Like, there's two cameos in there that have already been spoiled. And I was like, all right, well, I'll get to that when I get to those episodes. Like, yeah. I don't like watching movies waiting for the part i'm waiting to see i don't i don't like it, that it, yeah i want to be blindsided man it, i, I, it, I it does that. suck when you're like oh well we can't be there yet because uh this scene that i saw in the trailer hasn't happened yet this right? is why it, it, I would it go really can't movies. take you out of the movie yeah that's why i would go to the movies at midnight shows because i know i because no matter if you avoid youtube it'd be on the news did you find out what happened on spider-man on the news we just had blah 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 just revealed that he was lying the whole time about being in the movie i'm like y'all shut up like everybody's talking about it i right. so i i either gotta binge it when it comes out or see it the first night because i don't want to hear no mess i had to do the same thing for the matrix because i didn't want to fool around and hear some more stuff i'm like i don't want to i still gotta it. go fucking see that it's, i hope it's still in theaters yeah, it's still in theaters. It's still in theaters. That'd be an interesting conversation. To... <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Jay. If you enjoyed my conversation with Ryan, please check out our episodes where we talked about the book of Bubba Fett, Spider-Man No Way Home, and the movie Batman. Thanks for listening, and until next time, peace.